0: This is Continua. We're guided by music and grounded in science. Journey with us as we explore the intersection of music and health. We're diving into discussions with professionals and creatives.
1: We're sharing information and giving you conversations to motivate you along your health journey. I'm Chloe Livray.
0: I'm Aliyah Abdullah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to The Continua, continua podcast. podcast.
1: DM us on the gram. Yeah, DM us on ad The Continua check our website www.thecontinua.com we have a lot of things exciting things that are are cooking right now so stay
0: tuned awesome blossom so what are you sipping on
1: oh the huge my athletic greens love me some athletic greens tons of micronutrients tons of good stuff for the bod i think there's like what are they like Seventy something different um, veggies and vitamins and minerals. and um, a lot of a lot of the vitamin vitamins and minerals have like your full daily intake, which is nice. Cool. Um yeah, and it tastes good.
0: <laughs> cool beans. And you I'm not sipping on anything right now. I'm eating a Go macro bar, plug go macro. woohoo. Um, I'm eating the coconut almond butter chocolate chips i normally like the sunflower butter one so the
1: sunflower butter one is very good
0: yes so getting to our guest today chloe if you want to bring him on you want to introduce him <laughs> sure
1: so we have chris riddick Tynes with us today he is a multi-platinum and grammy
0: award-winning producer so Chris is half of the Rascals, uh, music production and songwriting duo that's produced songs for artists like Ariana Grande, Chris Brown, Ty Dolla $ign, Zendaya, many more. Who and else? Drakey Drake. Drake, yes, and Drake. <laughs> Drake. <laughs> and just a moment. <laughs> Let's welcome that guy onto the podcast. <laughs> yo yo, Chris.
2: What's up? What it do? Man, chilling. What's going on with you guys?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what's new?
0: Man, what's not new? Exactly. How what's did you start new? this morning? What did you eat for breakfast? Anything healthy?
2: I didn't eat breakfast yet. Ooh, yeah, Chris. So,
1: right. Well, it's okay. What I'm, do you normally eat for breakfast?
2: I have meal prep. So I just eat my meal prep. <laughs> so what does that look like? Chloe's looking at me like, yeah, you better eat your meal prep. <laughs> she's my my coach <laughs> as well um uh, it's like keto stuff i don't know you made me get it mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. keto stuff like turkey bowls with like broccoli okay okay to the point easy to pop in the oven
0: there we go yeah chris are yeah. you you're you're a and right now yes yeah, well so, yeah, okay i mean yeah, so right what now. does a and r stand for
2: uh artist and repertoire Okay. Artists so, are open Yeah. So basically, you are the artist's uh, liaison between the label mm-hmm. and you know their artistry, whether if it's a okay. man, their team, the artist team. Um. So I am working with David Massey, uh, over at Arista, which is a subsidiary of Sony. Uh, he basically brought it back to life. It was dormant mm. for about mm, eight, eight. Eight or nine years or so, something. I don't know. I don't know the exact numbers, but I mean, Aristo is like the home of like catalogs, like LaFace Records, which had Usher, Pink, Outkast, um, Tony Braxton, um, Whitney Houston, uh, Alicia Keys. Like they had everybody. Wow. Um, and then they just did folded, and then they kind of just went to other places like RCA and Forever, whatever. Okay. We know okay. now. Uh So Massey brought it back, and yeah, I'm 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 his A&R guy over there, and you know, just bringing, okay. bringing Dope. it back. So it's an
1: actual studio.
2: No, it's Is a music it... label. Oh, it's a label. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, okay, it's okay. a label, yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically there's artists that are signed there that we're signing and developing, Um, yeah, to come out. Dope. Yeah, so it's pretty
0: Very cool. impressive. you that guy. have <laughs> quite the repertoire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Being a producer and a songwriter, have you always, what, what was your upbringing like? How did you get into this?
2: Um, My upbringing was was pretty much surrounded by music. Uh, my grandmother was a songwriter. My dad played instruments and was a writer as well. So I think it just kind of was kind of a natural transgression. Um, long story short, you know, my dad kind of came from the analog days of music where you actually had to use like real instruments and like tape to record. <laughs> and so, you know, he kind of got out of the game for a minute. And, you know, I say around the age when I was like 13 or so, um, he decided he wanted to start writing again, so he built a like a little mini studio in the garage. Um, and one of his best friends, Lenny, uh, is like a super music tech, like nerd dude. So he was like, "Ah, man, you gotta you gotta get the new pro tools." Lenny Which, sounds
1: like a very <laughs> like he he wouldn't be named Lenny, right? Like that just sounds very like music producer like. <laughs> it's, it's
2: Lincoln. Lincoln is his name. Lincoln Kilpatrick. But Lenny, yeah, we call him Lenny. Call him Uncle Lenny. So he got my dad like a computer, uh like he basically told my dad what to buy, it, which consisted of like a computer with logic and pro tools, which are the dolls, which are digital audio workstations that we use as producers. And my dad just didn't know what the hell to do with it. He was just kinda like, This is not uh tape. <laughs> like, like I don't like I, like I don't know. You know, it's like learning a whole new language, right? So he's like, dude, uh, uh. so it kinda just sat there and I just went in the garage and started messing with it and just kind of taught myself how to do it and that kind of just turned into um you know recording people around the neighborhood
0: since um you've been in the music industry for quite some time obviously like you said since birth and seeing how it's uh, evolved or just like noticing what the the typical lifestyle is of working what is it late, late nights, early mornings. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you do now? Is that something that you started off doing? And what's your perception of that whole creative lifestyle?
2: Um, I mean, I think everybody has different purposes, right? Like I feel like, you know, artists tend to tend to stay up later because their creative juices are flowing. I mean, as a producer, you know, there's producers that stay up late hours of the night as well. But, you know, different genres in, in different stages of your career, I think it's, like, different hours. I think you become more re- uh, regulated. Uh, I remember I had a friend named Dom who would call me nonstop because we would do sessions at Babyface's studio literally 24 hours a day. Like, come in at 11 a.m. and, like, leave at 11 a.m. the next day. Wow. So, Oof. but that kind of stuff, like, it's kind of overkill because at some point you're not as optimal. In the room.
1: Not as productive. Yeah,
2: not as productive. And the more shit that I put on my plate, like, you know, A&Ring and finishing up law school and all those kind of things, like, I got to be more strategic with my time. The it's wild like, style is not, I can't, i function. I'd pass we
1: on. old. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm like-
2: saying? Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, not me. I'm just kidding.
1: I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're the same age. Stop it. Um. So you mentioned A&R and you also mentioned being in law school. Mm-hmm. So I... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there's strategy to this. So this, like, trifecta of producing, A&R, and law school. What's what's the benefit of that?
2: Um, I mean, I think that people have to understand you're in the business of music. It's not, you know, the music business. It's the business of music. And I think mm. that, like, if you don't understand the business, uh, that's a crucial element to succeeding in the industry, right? Um, Everything is legal. Everything you do is legal. Everything that you... You know, you write a song, it, it becomes a copyright, right? Which is a legal matter. You know, you sign a deal, you know, it's a contract. That's a legal matter. You sell a catalog. It's a transaction. It's a legal matter. Everything is legal. Um, you know, for me, um, I always wanted to go to law school. Was something that I wanted to do. It wasn't just something that I'm like, oh, this is going to necessarily um, help me specifically with music. I mean, I think, you know, there's boilerplate language, which is basically, you know, language that's just customary in deals that we you know you do one publishing deal you know by the time you do your second or third one you know you understand what you don't want in do deal and what you do want in do, deal right uh experience is the best teacher um so you know I, I i think that it definitely for me it definitely helped with navigating the industry but more so just navigating people and understanding like how the world works. and So at law school, I think definitely for anybody that's interested in it, you know, it, it definitely changes the way you, you handle situations and the way that you, you strategize your, 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 your business.
0: Human behavior. Am yeah. I following? You're, you're alluding to a human behavior. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this mindset that you have to switch back and forth between like the way that we're talking about the creative world, we're talking about law school, which is obviously very analytical. Do you feel like having a routine or having some type of set of healthy habits is some type of anchor for you because you're jumping yeah. in so many
2: different directions? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think there, there there has to be something because it's different shit every day, right? Like, you might be dealing with an artist that went berserk that you have to wheel back in. You might have to be chasing down a producer to get something. I might have to be dealing with different artists' personalities as a producer. Like, I might be... You know, somebody might leak a song. Somebody might steal a song. Might right. be getting sued tomorrow. Might be getting whatever it is right. like finals. The Shout finals. out to you for
0: finishing yesterday. Right. Right. Oh
2: yeah, final, yes. final, our family, right? Like right. it's not even getting like crazy ass family dynamics sometimes that people have. You know, right. you know. So you got it. It's a lot of stuff that you got to keep switching in. And I think for me, having um, the ability to just kind of like, oh, I'm gonna go on a run, whether if it's like I'm gonna do a six mile run right. or a jog or whatever, do the neighborhood, like. That allows you to ha- allows me to have a level of consistency that just like mm. it's more of a mental break. Mm-hmm. Like the, the workout okay. part is like the health benefits are great, and it's like cool, but like it's the other the shit. mental it's break. Like yeah, stepping away and saying this is my time to take for me. Fuck everybody else. Right. I'm gonna do my six miles, or I'm gonna work out with Chloe. Or, I'm gonna go do my little hit workout, or whatever it is. You right.
1: Know? Speaking of running, question. Well, two parts. Two mm-hmm. part question. One, do you run with music? Yes. And- Okay. <laughs> Great. <Yeah>. Excellent. <laughs> that Can't was quick. Or talk and, on the phone. That was me. And two, um, when you run with music, mm-hmm. do you f- do you feel that um especially because you're clearing like this is a clear your mind type of thing for you? Mm-hmm. Um, do you come up with new ideas on your runs?
2: Mm. No, I'm just trying to think about like I mean sometimes, maybe. It just depends. Mm. Mainly, it's just like, I'm just focused on... i make a goal. I'll be like, oh, I'm going to run to, like, CVS. Because okay, I need to yeah. get, like, something okay. from CVS. So I'll take, like... I'll drink my water when I get to CVS. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Right? So, like, that's, like, four miles from my house. Well, the one I go to. So I'll just be thinking about making it this Gotcha. CVS. Okay. <laughs> Le-
1: less exciting response.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely hoping like, for something. Know, I mean... But- <laughs>
1: I don't, because I try to separate it. I try to separate okay, it. Okay, like, cool. Wanna, so yeah. what he's thinking about is when can
0: I take my next sip of water? Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Why yeah. is health important to you? And when did it become important and a priority to you?
2: Um, I think when you get over 25, it starts making you think like, oh, you know, and then like, when, even when you do a thing like a life insurance policy, like. You know, they check your BMI and they check your blood and they check this and they check that. I mean, thank God I was super healthy, but it's like, oh, shit really matters. Also, as a guy realizing your own mortality, too, that's something to you.
1: And this is the thing is people don't, a lot of people don't think long term. And that's the problem. Um, when, when you get a personal trainer, for example, mm-hmm. a coach, <laughs> You're paying a certain amount per session, whatever it is, right? Right. Um, but thinking about it in terms of overall health, mm-hmm. um, especially working with someone like me who, you know, I, I approach health very holistically sleep, nutrition, you know, recovery, right? Movement, all of that. And um, if you approach it like that, yeah, that cost per session is going to be high, right? But you have to think about it in terms of, What would it look like if I wasn't doing all of that? What would happen to my body? What would happen to my health?
0: How do you experience music? And I preface that because Chloe and I were having a conversation on one of our previous podcasts, like as we're relating it to music and Continua. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you feel like you experience music, especially because you're creating
2: it? I like music that's not mine, like outside music. Like, if I'm walking down the street and... It, yeah, it,
0: it could be both.
2: It's... um, I mean, I guess there's a fine line between enjoying and deconstructing, hmm. right? Like, I guess the best way to explain it is, like, if you're... Like, you guys work out, and you guys have a workout technique, right? So, right. like, when you do other people's workouts, you're like, man... This is fucked up. This is gonna break your back. This is gonna hurt your spine. This <laughs> is gonna hurt your knee. It's gonna, cause you're looking at it differently when you're mm. professional, what you do, right? And somebody's right. like, I'm just getting jiggy with it. And I'm like, lose burning calories. It's like, nah, I'm hurting myself, you know? Mm. So, like, when I listen to a song, I'm like, ah, oh, this is, they're not in key. They're not like, there's stuff that people enjoy that's just really hard to listen to because right. it's just not, either not produced well or it's just wrong musically. <laughs> that right? makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> you know? Especially like, yeah. like a lot of stuff that yeah. people do now that come out their bedrooms, right? right. Like it's like, this, this musically doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But you just, you know, but then, but then you also got to understand what the consumer wants to hear.
1: What are the elements of a song being commercial?
2: Well, I mean, right now you don't know. And <laughs> that is redundant, but you really don't know what the fuck is going to pop off. Like you have no idea. Mm. Because like, you know, I think there was a format for a long time at radio uh, for what was going to break and what was going to be a hit record. And now you just, there's so much music, right? Like, it's almost kind of like what we were talking about with the stock market earlier, uh, where you have so many people dictating. It's just a fine line between, like, understanding why people enjoy it, Mm -hmm. but also understanding that, you know, it may be wrong for traditional standards of, creating music I don't know I, it's more of an analytical thing mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah.
0: well do you feel like you do get to enjoy it so obviously you yeah. Chris and I went through uh, a tidbit of the continue experience together on the uh, one of our tapes Chris and I were doing it in the backyard remember oh mm-hmm. oh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah um, uh-huh. and then we were doing the what's your what is it the what's your name yeah Um, workout and yeah. like you were playing music so my question to you is when we're playing music during that setting uh-huh. do you feel like you have the opportunity to enjoy it in that moment based off what you're doing? Or are you also trying to analyze that while you're also trying to work out?
2: Nah, because I mean, it's like, I mean, once you, once, once, once you listen to a song and you kind of accept it for what it is, it's like, I, I, I think, I guess it's like when you first hear a song, right? right. Like when you first hear a song as a consumer, mm-hmm. you're like, the beat's cool, the lyrics are cool, or either I like the lyrics, I don't like the lyrics, I like the beat, or I don't like the beat, and I like the song, or I don't like the song. That's mm-hmm. like what, you know, when I'm listening, I'm like, man, I wonder what kind of like fucking kick they use. <laughs> snare right. or like drake's hitting a certain pocket i wonder what made him think about doing that pocket with his voice okay like it just goes deeper than just the face value of it but when i'm working out i've already accepted it because it's already in the marketplace already out it's like okay this is i don't know we're working out to like a uh, pop star i'm when cool. we're working out i'm listening to the beat i'm trying to keep up with the bpm right. Workout.
0: right when i do listen to music for the first time like i i move to it like i I Mm -hmm. I I'm in my room. I'm dancing in front of a mirror and like my mind goes other places based off that that experience or let's say, for example, I'm in a dance class and the whoever's instructing for that day, the choreographer for that day, they can drop a new song that I've never heard of. And now my immediate memory association with that song and that experience is based off the choreography that I learned or based off the show that I Mm -hmm. was in. So it's like I have a very specific type of attachment to it right. that I can develop beyond ca- beyond casual listening. Because
2: your ear is trained to listen to beat counts. I was about
0: to say yeah. One, two, three, right.
2: four. One, you're you're trained to listen to BPM. Mm. Yeah. When you're a producer, you're if you're a producer, you're trained to listen to sounds and soundscape and sound design BPM. Mm. When you're a songwriter, your ears trained to listen to melody. Mm. Right, mm-hmm. like a songwriter. Very few songwriters. You can give them some drums, and they can write a song. Mm-hmm. Like a song that's so unorthodox. Like I don't even know how he wrote it. But Dream's single "Ladies," it's that's the whole song. There's mm-hmm. no keys, no chords, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Like where's the musicality? That like there's no nothing in there. Right. But he heard melody over drums. That doesn't right. happen
1: mm.
2: ever. Like mm. <laughs> really, like ever. There's no. You know, but most people when they hear drums, you know, producers hear that, or dancers can dance to it. Mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. it if you hear, it's going to be harder to do choreography to melody. Mm-hmm. It's harder to write songs yeah. to just drums. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, like you're not doing a, a a a a a hardcore dance routine to like a cello.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure
2: you can do it, but That'd it's be a not going to inspire you to move. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. throw some drums, like uh, Chris Rock. Had a funny skit a long time ago when we were kids, and it was just saying like um, he had no. It was Dave Chappelle. It was Dave Chappelle, not Chris Rock. Dave Chappelle had a funny skit with him and John Mayer, and they went to like different ethnic groups of people at the, the barbershop, and like you know they started playing like they started playing like different instruments to see what instruments got people going, and like the drums. Once they put the drums, like everybody in the barbershop was going crazy <laughs> dancing and shaking their ass, and then when they when they started adding like the the guitar and you know. Other people were going crazy. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's really funny. But that's so interesting. Right. AKA this is
0: this is Kyle and Everett
2: in agreement with everything that Chris is saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like for, for, for Everett was
1: like playing the guitar. Yeah, yeah,
2: you know. Like, but it was funny though. Like, but it's true. Like once you play drums, like people can't deny drums. Right. right. That's why hip-hop is so that's what drives hip-hop. There's no hip-hop mm-hmm. without drums. You can have rock music without drums. You can't have hip-hop without drums. I think it goes back to Africa. I think that's the, the sound. I think that's the main sound. I mean, mm-hmm. there's other sounds, like, but they're all... When I think of African music, I think a lot of percussion. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know it's, like, if you listen to, like, bring it, like, Black Panther. Like, right? Mm-hmm. It was Ludwig is his name. Like, uh, when, they, when they did the score, him and Soundwave, when they did the mm-hmm. score for the movie... Everything is. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really hear like. You know, <laughs> right. guitar. You know right. what I'm saying? Like <laughs> black people. Like, like, black, Sorry, black, that's down. Black Black people created rock and roll, right? We created <laughs> right. rock and roll. We created right. jazz. We created music. This is what mm-hmm. we do. Like this is, this is this is this is this is a this is a fact. Like right. we created it. But I think that drums are the heartbeat to to all music.
0: How do you relax? Out of out of curiosity, because I think most of us bond over music and we relate to music to for a variety of different different reasons. Uh-huh. With all the things that you have going on, what's your go to for your mental health and for you to maintain your sanity?
2: I don't know, jog. Okay. Or like, <laughs> okay. Or just like
0: snaps. We like. like I that. don't have TV. <laughs> I don't have a
2: TV in my room. Like, I don't have, like... Big
0: snaps for that.
2: Like, I just... Like, it's just quiet in my room, at my house. So I just chill out, you know? I don't know. Maybe watch The Office or something. I think, like, comedy, you know, if I go into the living room or something or watch on my laptop. But, yeah, really just doing nothing. Um, Because I don't have a lot of time to do nothing. So when I do have time to do nothing, (laughs) like... (laughs) do nothing. do nothing. Mm -hmm. Um... But yeah, that, that's 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 kind of what I do to relax or just just hang.
1: So what, as we kind of wrap this up here, what what impact do you do you aim to have through, you know, your A and your music producing, being in law school,
2: impact on the world, yeah, people,
1: people, the world, the music industry,
2: community, all of that. Uh, man, I mean, for me. Oh what do what do say? I'm voting for everybody' black i'm rooting. I'm rooting the for best everybody' line black ever. yeah, no, um, but not even not even just you know not even just obviously black kids, but not even just black kids, but just kids in general where it's like, dude, you know you can do more than it's kind of like Lebron saying where you could be more than an athlete, right? like you could be more than a musician, you could be more than a producer, you can be more than just you know a role that they expect you to be in, um you know, there's a lot of people out here that are giving out opportunity, you know, uh contrary to popular belief. Um, and I think that you know the more tools that you have, the more opportunity that you can present yourself with. Whether if it's um, whether if it's you know producing or or A&Ring or writing or whatever, you know I mean all those things make you a better in a better. All those things make you better in each field. So if you're an A&R, you know what the label is going to want, right? So it makes you a better producer because you know what to aim for. If you're a better producer, then it allows you to be a better A&R because you know you can tell the label what the stuff You know what I'm saying? If you're a good songwriter, you can be a better A&R because now you know, like, okay, these are what You know, I mean, that's kind of what the natural transgression for a lot of these people. Neo, you know, Babyface, L.A. Reid, P. Diddy, uh, Jay-Z, right? Like, all these guys, like in um, you know they 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 uh were some type of creative right um you know so even jimmy ivine you know being an engineer and 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 producer uh, early on in his life um but those it gives you a different level of understanding of how to communicate to the masses so i definitely think that um that my my goal is just to show people like yo you can do more than just one thing Make don't let somebody example. label you just because of how you look or where you're from or Whatever that you're just boxed into being, like, you know, to rap or play ball, like, you know, you can, you can, you can make a lot of money doing stuff, uh, in the athletic world without dribbling the ball or catching the ball. For a long, long, longer time, because people can't take your mind away from you. They can't take your brain away from you. They can take your legs to get blown out, right? Like. You could be uninspired by music. You can you can you can lose those kind of gifts, right? But like your mind, no one could take your mind from you. Your work ethic, no one could take your work ethic from you. So, um, which actually,
0: I, I just want to point out, I think that that's a interesting point that you're making because again exercise, you would immediately think like, yes, because your body is going to change. Like, do I not put that amount, that same amount of energy into exercising and taking care of my body? And you should, because that also impacts your mind.
2: Right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think people just aren't informed on that, though. I feel like a lot of people don't realize it. That's what we're doing. That's what we're we're
0: doing. (laughs) Yeah,
2: the synergy between. Because also, you also got to remember, it takes a long time to see results, you know, and people are impatient. Like, when you work out, like, it takes, it, it, it takes a lot of hard work and a lot of, like, a lot of time to see, like, physically see results in yourself. Um, you know, you, but everybody sees the, everybody sees the, the end part, right? Like, they see the last 30 minutes of the movie that's three hours, right? So, if you get a hit song, everybody sees the hit song. They don't see the, like, thousands of songs that you, that flopped. Right mm-hmm. before you got to the hit record, mm-hmm. if you're if you get a hit movie, they say, "Oh, you're a star in that movie." They don't see all that like extra work that you had to do, right? The guest starring new, roles, guest starring roles, right. or just like background roles, or like mm-hmm. you know, if you come in with a six pack, like, oh, this motherfuckers is buff, right? Like, but they don't look <laughs> at like, yo, like it's you know, yes, um, that, me for sure, yeah, that definitely like, that like that went into it, right? Like the, the it's not just the working out, but I guess the eating and right. sleeping and all that kind of stuff, so. Um, everybody is always going to, uh, see the, like I said, the last 30 minutes of the, of the three hour movie.
0: That is so true. Um, yeah. So what's next for you with music and your health?
2: Uh, just to continue working, <laughs> continue what I'm doing, um, keep building, you know, um, and yeah, in both aspects, just keep, keep progressing, you know?
1: Is there anyone who, any artist who you <clears throat> have always wanted to work with that you haven't worked with yet?
2: Um, that, that, that's alive. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, I mean, I think, I think Sizz is super dope. I think Jazz and Sullivan is super dope. Yes. Um, would definitely love to work with them one day. Um. You know, or have something, you know, obviously have something come out on them one day. Um, yeah, I think those are I think those are my ones that I I, I definitely uh hope to work with in, in the future. Very cool.
0: Awesome blend them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes.
1: Do you want to take it away, Leah?
0: I will. So the question that we ask everyone at the end of every podcast <laughs> is what's your definition of journey?
2: My definition of journey is progression. I feel like um, as long as you're progressing, you're on your journey, right? Like, you know, as long as you're not backstepping and going back to where you started from, uh, to me, that wouldn't be a journey, right? <laughs> just just keep moving, just keep moving forward. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's, that's what I, that's the first thing that comes to mind when I think of the term journey. Whether it's a progression that's like, Unforeseen progression in in a direction that you might not have, you know, seen, just going further away from where you started is 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 a journey. Yeah.
0: Golden. Golden. Oh, love thank it. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Chris, for joining us. For sure.
2: Yes. Thanks
0: Much for love. having me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Continua podcast.
1: If you'd like to learn more about our Continua experience or have any questions based on the topic of this episode, DM us on Instagram, at the Continua.